Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hannibal... Let's take that again from the top. <laughs> Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review po- Third time's the charm. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal Cassidy. And I'm Lava. Yay, finally. <laughs> this month we will have already watched Scooby-Doo meets the Boo. Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. I am having a fun time talking tonight. <laughs> uh, but first, let's do some news. As some of you may have known, because uh, I know I tweeted about it a bunch on Twitter, there's going to be a new Scooby-Doo movie coming out called Scooby-Doo and the Gourmet Ghost, releasing on digitally, probably Blu-ray, and then also DVD on September 11th, 2018. Nice. Starring... Guest starring Bobby Flay as himself as Fred's uncle. Oh my god. And Jada De Laurentiis. Unfortunately not starring in any capacity Guy Fieri. <laughs> also, uh, this isn't news, but it's something that I learned that I think is pretty interesting. I should probably share it. I watched this Q&A, or this interview video with uh, Matthew Lillard, the uh, current voice of Shaggy. Mm -hmm. And the live action Shaggy as of the movies. He gave a quick story about when he went to uh, do the first casting, mm -hmm. and he learned how to do the shaggy voice by, it's like, okay, so it's kind of scratchy and hoarse, so he just screamed until he lost his voice, and then that was the shaggy voice. Oh, no. So the day of or, um, casting, he's, like, sitting there in the parking lot in his car just screaming. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, luckily for him and for all of us, he has found a way to do that without, do the voice without doing that. Yeah, hopefully. Now let's get into some Twitter questions. If you have any questions for us at the show, you should send them to at kids and their dog. I had to remember which one was the Twitter handle and which one was the email for a second. <laughs> we have two questions here today. Both of them are from James at discord underscore inc. That's ink with a C, not ink with a K. Uh, first one. Scrappy-doo! Threat or menace? <laughs> Both? Scrappy-doo is still a threat. I, d I don't think he is a menace per se. Depends on uh, which, which uh, Scrappy is the one in the movie, the live-action movie. I would say threat and menace. Okay, yeah, that one is definitely a threat and menace. I think any other version of Scrappy-Doo is just a threat. <laughs> yeah. All right, and the second question is, relatedly, are there any good members of the extended Doo family? Um, You had to link me to a Scoobypedia page, but I'm going to choose Scooby-D, who is apparently Scooby-Doo's movie star cousin, Um, because... She's the one that looks the most like a Great Dane to me, and I appreciate that. All right, I have some bad news. Scooby-Doo, being Scooby-Doo's cousin, and also Scooby-Doo's other cousin, Scooby-Dum, 
were both in love with her in the one appearance she had. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Who knows? Uh, she's still a good dog. Yeah. Um, I would like to put in my vote for Yabadoo. I don't remember much about Yabadoo's personality, but it does look like a nice dog, and I have fond memories for some reason. <laughs> also a very good dog. He took care of Scrappy after he left Scooby Doo, which means we're free from Scrappy for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Alright, that's everything. As far as Twitter interaction goes. Which just leaves us with the work of talking about this film. <sighs> Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Premiered September 19th, 1987. It was God. the first Scooby-Doo movie after Scooby Goes Hollywood. And, by the way, it is the longest current animated film of the Scooby-Doo franchise. At a whopping 93 minutes. I felt every minute of that. I felt twice as many minutes. Yeah. Uh, it was written by Jim Ryan and directed by Paul Summer and Carl Urbane. Or, sorry, not Carl Urbane. Carl Urbano. Featuring the voice talents of Don Messick as both Scooby and Scrappy-Doo. And Casey Kasem as Shaggy. Also, Rob Paulson's here. He's the voice of a ghost. Um... <sighs> Also, I learned that this film was part of a series of films called the Hanna-Barbera Superstars 10, which is a series of 10 made-for-television animated films for that spanned over about two years. Four of those films are Scooby-Doo films. Hmm. Wait, sorry. Three of those films are Scooby-Doo films. What are the other two? Uh, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School and Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Okay, yeah, that, that tracks. Um, there's also a couple of Jetson movies, a couple of Yogi Bear movies, a Top Cat's in there. Neat. This movie... Yeah, this movie uh, opens with a sequence that I didn't realize until we got to the end of it. Has nothing to do with the movie. So, it's like... Some witch is singing about the Boo Brothers. A witch ghost. I'll have it's a witch's ghost. Yes, yes, it's very scary, legendary Boo Brothers. Uh, it's accompanied to um, just sort of like a will and testament flying on the wind and landing at Shaggy's door, and just the ghost witch musical happens, and it just causes them to get in the car and leave. And it's never mentioned. Scooby runs back inside, like, after they get a few blocks away and just picks up Scrappy off the bed. Yeah. Oh, there's dancing skeletons during this part, though. Mm-hmm. I will say, it gives the impression, like, this whole sequence, that the Boo Brothers are going to be, uh, the villains of the movie? Yeah, it certainly does. Which, it's not, that's not accurate, but we don't know that. Not now. And it's just like... Gosh, this entire musical sequence. Anyway, so Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy are heading to a house in the Deep South that Shaggy just inherited from an uncle. Yes, uh, it's not just any house. It is a plantation mansion 
Yep. And it belonged to his Uncle Beauregard. I imagine it is older than Uncle. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like because it's like a Civil War era house. Yeah. Very much so. As they're dr- as Shaggy's driving them there, Scooby is the one in charge of the uh, map, which is just as disastrous as you would imagine. Well, the options are Scooby or Scrappy in this situation. Yeah. Scrappy wouldn't be able to look over the windshield, so. <laughs> yeah, they uh they head down the road, and Nate starts getting a little spooky, and they drive through a road-closed sign without either anybody noticing. Scrappy is a- incredibly excited about southern plantations. Yeah. Delivering the exposition for the few first few minutes of... Wow, imagine inheriting a southern plantation. And that's it. Shaggy looks at the map that uh, Scooby's holding and immediately crashes and wedges his head into the steering wheel. That Scrappy then has to push his head through again. Yeah, if you thought that was bad, though, somehow Scooby ended up in the engine. Yep. Proceeding to destroy the map as well, like, just because he ended up in the engine. And here comes a continuing joke of where Shaggy says something along the lines of, Well, what could be worse? Scooby says, Oh, it could be raining. (laughs) And then it starts raining. Yep. Um, There's lots of, Imagine if this thing happened, and then the thing happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Scooby uh, sees a mysterious and scary figure in the dark in the distance. And the car stalls, like like cars usually do in a spooky forest or swampish area. Scooby and Scrappy get out to push the car. And as they're pushing the car, uh, two giant hands also move to push the car. Scooby is the only one who notices and promptly freaks out. You you say mysterious figure. It is very clearly a gorilla. Yeah, it's a gorilla. (laughs) It's like he keeps calling it a monster and it's like, Scooby, have you never seen a gorilla before? Uh... He knows it's supposed to be a gorilla, but he's still calling it a monster. And it's like, wow, come on. They've definitely been to the zoo before. Yeah. Yeah, but because... Scooby sees the gorilla arms, he just freaks out and manages to push the car several yards and keeps pushing after he doesn't need to. Yeah. He grabs Scrappy um, in the same kind of instance of running back to get him and then running back to the car uh, as earlier. But he grabs Scrappy and jumps in the driver's seat uh, with Shaggy and... They continue down the road, and a police car starts following them and turns on the sirens and starts telling them to pull over, and the the person in the car is like, wait a second, there's a dog. That dog is driving. What's going on here? That dog is driving. And then drives directly into a billboard. Yes, yes. Brush with sparkle is the billboard. It knocks out the teeth of the man on the billboard. Yep. He uh, goes to Shaggy, uh, the the car that Shaggy's dri- driving, and Scooby moves out of the out of the driver's seat, and and the the 
the police officer is like, what was it? Uh, did he need to switch from decaf or? Oh, no. He needs to stop working the night shift. Yeah. Uh, Shaggy's like, hey, what's the what's the problem, officer? Well, I have you on account of reckless driving. <laughs> says Sheriff Busby. Not Bubsy. Busby. This is definitely just like the sheriff from a horror movie. Mm-hmm. The kind that would like say tell someone or, the kind of horror movie where some people that aren't from a small southern town come to a small southern town and they all end up murdered. Mm-hmm. He tells the gang to leave because the mansion is haunted. Also, this is the point where I realize like it's further down this road. This is a road that is closed. Yeah. What's he doing here, too? I assume in case anyone drives down a closed road, but then how else do you get to this mansion? Yeah? Maybe there's a different road that leads to the mansion. We will never know. Yeah. There's a lot of things that just are never mentioned again. And he walks away from Shaggy because he gets a call over the radio that some animals got loose from a train. A circus train. And... So Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy just keep on heading down the road, and they come to a dead end, until Scrappy's like, no wait, it's not a dead end, and the bushes just move out of the way by themselves, Yep. and open up to a graveyard. Yep. Scooby uh, and Shaggy are very terrified, but Scrappy is like, hey, maybe we'll see some ghosts. Um, Shaggy says, there's no such thing as ghosts. G-g-g-ghosts. Yeah, and around this time, one of the many ghosts we'll see this movie appears to the audience. A ghost of one Colonel Beauregard. Yep. Sh- uh, Scrappy's reply to Shaggy's de- declaration that there's no such thing as ghosts is, that's too bad, then I guess this headless horseman is just a phony. And we see... That they are, in fact, being chased by a headless horseman. Yes. And then also, a wolf. Yeah. Yep. A wolf with bright yellow eyes also chases them. Um, and then eventually the colonel ghost shows up and says, go home. Leave. Leave this place. Uh, and with that, they manage to find their way to the plantation. And immediately on arrival, the engine floods. So they jump out and run to the door because there's still ghosts out here. They're being chased. Uh, The door opens when they try to ram it down. And they stumble through and are met with a short man in a full suit wearing sunglasses. Yeah, a Quasimodo-esque figure named... I was thinking Igor, kind of, but without the mad scientist assistant. Yeah, it's like along those lines. The the obvious hunchback... And, like, mousy face, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's um, got a good evil laugh. Mm-hmm. That he uses almost exclusively. Yeah. Uh, Shaggy and Scoopy are very frightened, which, rude. And the man introduces himself as Farquard, manservant to the colonel. For some 60 years. He considers himself... The rightful owner of uh, the mansion and is very audibly annoyed that Shaggy was the one to inherit it and the family jewels. Yeah, um, 
I'm trying to figure out what his thought process there is. I mean, I guess it's, you know, I've been working for you. I should have gotten something. But also, like, family... Inheritance is generally, like, a within-the-family thing. Yeah. And this Colonel Beauregard seems like one that sticks with tradition, so to speak. Yeah. Get that impression. Um... Also, they refer to, uh, and this is the only time it happens, but Farquard refers to the family jewels as the Beauregard Bonanza. Yeah! Yeah! He does! It's kind of delightful. Like, what? Okay. After hearing that they were afraid of ghosts, Farquard's like, Ah, don't be silly, ghosts can't hurt people. And then he laughs maniacally as a sword flies in over the gang's head. <laughs> uh, Shaggy and Scooby are suitably intimidated. Scrappy is being himself and is um, trying to tell off Farquard. Scooby and Shaggy back towards the front door. Like, they're, they're not having this. Uh, Scooby's the first one there. Shaggy just doesn't want any of this anymore he's like i'm just i'm gonna go home it's fine yeah he doesn't care about the family jewels he just wants to go home and not deal with ghosts scooby opens the front door and sees ah yes here is the gorilla and he immediately closes the door again after the gorilla yells in his face side note he was the only one to notice this once again shaggy is very annoyed that Scooby's not letting him out the front door, and, and Scooby's like, no, there's a monster. And the door starts to rattle. Not a knock, but rattle. And Scooby and Shag Shaggy run for, like, another room or a closet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Forkord opens the front door, and it's the sheriff, not a monster. And the sheriff warns them about the escaped gorilla, or ape. They only ever call it an ape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Farquhar's like, oh, you would not, you wouldn't be able to capture it anyway, sheriff. For you see, the ape is a ghost. <laughs> this, uh, this surprises everyone, including the ape that is behind, uh, Scooby. Ape didn't know he was a ghost. Uh... Yeah, they so Shaggy and Scooby, who are in that room, freak out and run outside. Uh, when the sheriff learns that the ape is in that room, the sheriff draws his gun and prepares to murder this animal. Yep. Uh, and when they walk into that other room, there's definitely a gorilla there, but it's a stuffed gorilla. Because I believe, I guess, Mister Beauregard was a bit of a hunter as well. Yeah, where where did he get the the gorilla? Maybe he, maybe he's a, a traveler. Maybe that's what it is. Certainly has the money for it. And so as they leave, Scooby's just like looking around at the stuffed gorilla, and behind the stuffed gorilla is the regular gorilla. Yep. Sh uh, Scooby freaks out and uh, tries to get the sheriff's attention by grabbing his pants with his teeth. And Shaggy's like, what's wrong with you, Scooby? Scooby tries to indicate, yeah, there's there's a gorilla here. But nobody believes him, I don't think. Yeah, at this point, Shaggy's like, well, my engine's probably not flooded anymore. I guess it's time to leave. 
Mm-hmm. And Farquhar is very excited that Shaggy is going to be leaving. So yep. excited that he drops his shiny ring that Scrappy notices. He, Scrappy picks it up and hides. And it, we find out that it's a shiny ring with a B on it. And it says, as an inscription, For my nephew, Shaggy. They must have been pretty close family because otherwise it definitely would have said Norval. Yeah? Yeah! Like, was it established at this point in time that his name is Norval? I think is... that's, like, always been canon. Okay. Uh, let me do a quick Google if you yeah. want to go ahead. Yeah, um, the sheriff was uh, very dismissive of the story of the family jewels. His leg, and he walks out. Scrappy pulls them to the side uh, and tells him about the ring. They don't care. Uh, Shaggy doesn't care. He just wants to go home. He, he doesn't care about family jewels once again. So they walk out the front door and they see the car starts sinking. And they try to uh, Shaggy tries to pull it out and get stuck and Scooby and Scrappy try to help him. Uh Farquard is very, very happy that they're going to sink. It's like, okay, dude. Yeah, I thought uh I thought you wanted them to leave. Yeah. It's like, no. You want them to leave in their truck. Turns out that Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy are stuck there until morning because that's the only time they'll be able to get someone to come get the truck out of the sinkhole or whatever it is. Scrappy tries to blow out the candle, but they're all dressed for bed. And Scrappy tries to blow out the candle, but it's like a trick candle or something like that, and he can't turn it off or blow it out. Um... Okay. Shaggy says, oh, go ahead. Alright, I have the answer. The name Norval was created for a pup named Scooby-Doo, so it was oh. not yet canon. Okay. That's what I kind of figured. Cause since it was so early on. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's neat. Oh, actually, hmm, hold on. Oh? Hmm. Okay, yeah, it would have become canon the very next year. Oh, okay. The show was per, per the show A Pup Named Scooby Doo premiered on September tenth, nineteen eighty eight, which is less than a year after this movie came out. Jeez, that's so weird to think about. A Pup Named Scooby Doo always felt like a nineties cartoon to me. Yeah, also especially with like the way the animation looks. Yeah, it does not feel like an eighties cartoon. Oh, not even late eighties. Uh, yeah, no. There's only there's 30 episodes, 13 produced in 1988. Um, huh. And then it, the last episodes were produced in 1991, and then there wasn't another Scooby-Doo show for 11 years. Jeez, that's a long time for Scooby-Doo, anyway. Huh. All right, uh, so we were talking about uh, the house being spooky while they spent the night. Yeah. The candle not going out. Uh, there's a Shaggy. pair of pants. <laughs> Shaggy says to leave the candle on since you can't see ghosts while the lights are on. And his pants 
then proceed to dance on the chair he had put them on. Shaggy's expression is hilarious, but it's like, what just happened? Why did it happen? And is it ever going to be mentioned again? No, no. it will not. Um, a random clawed hand also scratches Scooby's head and is never a, mentioned again. In a pleasant way, not a scary way. True, yes. Um, and then my favorite recurring segment is the Colonel Ghost riding around on a penny farthing. Yes. <laughs> he rides yes. it through a wall. Uh, this, he's once again as leave this place. I can't take you seriously. You're riding a penny farthing. <laughs> and I think it's like he's predominantly on that thing. Like he, yeah. he he's only ever not on it like one or two times in the next hour of this movie yeah and with that scrap he's like okay we need to call a ghost exterminator yes uh scrappy pulls out the yellow pages to look some up and they don't call the ghostbusters by the way because even though the ghostbusters are apparently in this yellow pages it's like you can see their logo uh no, they, they they call the Boo Brothers, who are apparently ghost exterminators. Shaggy calls them, and yeah, they come through the phone. Because they're ghosts. Because they're ghosts. Much to uh, the shock and horror of Scooby and Shaggy. It's like they did not expect these uh, these guys to be ghosts, even though their picture was in the book yeah. is in the directory. Well, when you call the Ghostbusters, you don't expect that ghost to show up. True. Then again, it's the thing about the Ghostbusters logo is that it looks like a logo. That's fair. This the the Boo Brothers are just there, photographed, not photographed, but you know, like cartoon photographed. They're just there in those pictures. So. Yeah, Shay, or one of them says, I hate to break it to you, but y'all are ghosts too. And they're like, well, of course, it takes one to catch one. Or in our case, three. Nyuck, 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 nyuck. Yeah, they're the three stooges. Yep, that's where we're going in this movie. If they're haunting, we're hunting. They break out a demonstration ghost, which is like a little wind-up toy that is also a ghost. And then they proceed to Three Stooge about the house. Yep. Uh, frightens Scooby, who tackles Shaggy, and then also Farquhar, and they slide down the rail, like, the railing down the stairs. And Scooby gets stopped, and then sending the other two onto a chandelier, which starts to fall. Uh, and then the Boo Brothers go to catch it by setting up... Okay, let me describe them. There's Frico, who's buff, and wears like almost like a cowboy hat type hat. Mm-hmm. Then there's Shrieko, who's skinny, wears a pilot's hat, and is voiced by Rob Paulson. <laughs> and then there's Miko, who's round, and wears a baseball cap. They stretch Shrieko out like a trampoline, and they're like, okay, you guys can just drop, it's fine. And they fall right through. Because they're ghosts. Now, 
Not that they just fall through to the floor. They fall through the floor. Yes. Also, the, even though I say it's because they're ghosts, that is never a consistent no. physics of this movie. No. No. Only when it's funny. Using the Roger Rabbit logic. After everybody else fell down the floor, the ape shows up again. He's just in this ha- in the house now. Just hanging out. I hate this ape. I do too. I don't hate it as much as uh, the next characters that are going to show up. That's fair. Speaking of... Yeah, so this started like a chase scene where the ape is chasing Scooby, who's chasing Shaggy and Farquhar, and they're all sort of running around. Scrappy's in like next to the front door, just sort of commentating on it like it's a horse race. Mm-hmm. And then the bell There's rings. a knock at the door. Or that. Yes, the only time there's a bell is this moment. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Uh, it is Sally Mae Scroggins. Yeah. And she's basically just like great value Daisy Duke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. She's like, oh, I'm just your friendly old neighbor. I just wanted to find out I could borrow a cup of black syrup molasses yeah so the boot brothers i don't remember which oh no it's the the toy wind-up ghost turns on the record player and it's suddenly a dance party and sally may is very excited about that runs in starts dancing with shaggy Mm because she's immediately in love with him oh uh, yeah and at this moment um we haven't brought it up, but the past. So when the first showed up, the boo, when the Boo Brothers first showed up, I think Frico puts his hand through Shrieko's body because they're ghosts, and he does like the whole ah don't do that it's ticklish ah don't don't do it don't do it because um, there's like a thing in his body, and then he says it again when they fall through him as a trampoline, and now he like just purposely gets in the way of someone who's about to touch something. And if it wasn't for the fact that this gag stops continuing after this point, I would think he has a fetish for it. <laughs> um, yeah. So Shaggy runs outside to avoid Sadie Mae and jumps into a bush. And by jumping into the bush, he runs into her brother, Billy Bob Scroggins. <sighs> the Scroggins family's had a 145-year family feud with the Beauregards. Yes, they do. And... He's going to chase Shaggy for the rest of the night with his shotgun. It's a musket. Uh, whatever it is. Uh, the only reason I'm going to say it's I, I need to correct you on this is because it, the fact that it fires a single bullet at a time and is black powder loaded becomes important. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I'll accept this uh, correction. Um, but yeah, he gives the signal and an army of people start shooting at Shaggy. Yeah. The colonel ghost shows up and tells Shaggy to leave again, but because there's still people shooting at him, he doesn't listen. (laughs) Sadie Mae tells Billy Bob to stop shooting because she wants to marry Shaggy, and then wraps slash bends the gun around Billy Bob's neck. Yep. Because mail order workout tapes. (sighs) I hate these characters. Mm Mm-hmm. Too bad they get to keep showing up like just about every other character in this movie. 
Yep. Shaggy tries to call for help on the phone. Yeah, he calls the sheriff because people are shooting at him. Yep. After he gets off the phone, he heads towards the fridge, and he's like, I could go for some food, you know, like a cold chicken to calm my nerves. Uh, he opens the fridge, <laughs> hears a noise, closes it, opens it again, and it's the Boo Brothers eating all of the food. Yep. As as a side note, by the way, this is around where I stopped taking notes. Okay. I'll take it from here. You got yeah. seven pages of notes up to this point? I know. I I was... Yeah. Jeez. I, granted, I wrote, I write big. Okay. Fair. It's not like a 12-point aerial font. But considering all my other, all the other movies were less than, like, four pages, it was, it felt like a lot. Oof. Um, yeah. So, Scrappy tells Shaggy to check in the freezer. Maybe there's some food in there. I think he mentions something in particular, but I don't remember what it was. Probably... Probably frozen pizza, but I don't even know if that was a thing in the late 80s. <laughs> uh, but it turns out, in the freezer, there's a jewel in the ice-making container thing. The ice trays. Ice tray. And there's a note. Yes. Dear Shaggy, knowing your appetite, I thought this would be the best place to hide this message and this jewel. It is only one of many in my fortune, which I hid to keep them away from my enemies. To find the next clue to their hiding place, go outside. Then look for the part of the house with its knee out. <laughs> uh, these boys do not get a wink of sleep this entire night. Nope. And neither do any of them solve the clue other than Scrappy. Scrappy solves all the clues. Does he really? Yes. I thought there were a couple that Shaggy did. Shaggy gets close. He'll, like, set it up, but they never get the answer until Scrappy says it. Jeez. So they go outside. They look around. Um, and they're followed by a very familiar-shaped shadow. It is a human shadow, and I don't want to spoil it, but it's definitely the person who's doing all of this. Yep. They split up. The dudes go one way. Shaggy goes the other. At this point, we see Scrappy walking around on all fours, and that is weird looking. It is. He does that a lot in this movie. I noticed it. His body is not designed to do that? Mm-hmm. It... He looks like a pug as he's when he's walking on all fours. A pug with, like, a very skinny back two legs. Yeah. As they're looking around, uh, Scooby runs into the gorilla... Oh, also, and it's important to point out right now that a bunch of bricks keep falling off the roof this entire yes! time, and there's no reason why. Yeah. There's, there's, it's like, oh, it's just there. Just falling. And I keep thinking, I kept thinking that it was going to fall on someone at some point, and I think it falls on the gorilla? Yes, it does. Um, yeah, okay. So what happens is Scooby encounters the ape yet again, and so a chase happens. The ape, or first we see Scooby encounter the gorilla, then we see Shaggy get ambushed by Sadie, and then also chased by Billy Bob. Yep. And then they all get chased by the ape, until a brick falls on the ape and knocks it out. Yep. Scrappy, upon seeing a brick, is like, I've got it. It's a knee. A chimney. <laughs> uh, for the record, I saw 
the uh, the bricks falling from the roof, and it cut to Scrappy, and I thought, please, please, no, but no, I didn't actually no bean him. Scrappy Doo is still a threat. <laughs> so the boys go onto the roof. Yeah, and as they do so, that same shadow follows them again. And this is where I had to stop and take a break because this movie was too much. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was still an hour of it left, so let's go. Literally an hour. We're only at the 30-minute mark. Um, on the roof, they uh, reach into the chimney and they find the clue in another diamond. They don't read it yet. Because they're on the roof. Because they're on the roof and the skeleton, a skeleton ghost comes out of the chimney. It's like a skeleton suit with a cape. And it's only a skeleton suit sometimes. Other times it's just a regular skeleton. Mm -hmm. The Boo Brothers come flying up from the chimney, causing the skeleton ghost to leave. But the Boo Brothers are stuck inside the chimney. Yeah. So they're about to go chase... Or sorry. Skeleton, when the skeleton ghost showed up and not shagging Scooby down... Uh, and Scrappy. I have to keep remembering to talk about Scrappy. <laughs> um, they're all hanging from like a gutter on the side of the roof. When the Boo Brothers show up, this skeleton ghost leaves, but the Boo Brothers can't actually follow them because they're all too big to get through the chimney, even though they're ghosts. Yeah, it comes and goes. It comes and ghosts. <laughs> uh, Miko hides so the others can get through. Friko runs off to chase them. Shriko grabs Shaggy. Says, go ahead, let go, I'll pull you up, or whatever. Shaggy's like, no, but you're ghosts. And so you, you would think at this point, when he lets go, he'll fall through his hands, but no. <laughs> he stretches out, and do doing absolutely nothing, and they all crash to the ground. Yeah, he gets dragged off the roof, and crashes along with them. Uh, Friko comes back and says, ah, I lost him. Shriko says, well, did he check by the up dock? <laughs> What's an up dock? Uh, nothing. What, not much. What's up with you? <laughs> they, just, they literally up dog in this movie, and I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, it was great. I was so glad to see that. Uh, so the sheriff shows up and then proceeds to get shot at by Billy Bob. Says that, oh, you're in big trouble. I'm going to get you a citation. Yeah! And then leaves. Yeah. Good to know our gun control laws haven't changed. <laughs> Billy Bob goes to refill his rifle because it is front-loaded with black powder. And when he puts it back in his pocket, it starts spilling behind him. He has to light a match so he can see what's going on. Drops the match, runs off, but it lights the powder that's following behind him until eventually it explodes. Yep. This scene was pointless. Uh, yeah. And they finally read the second clue. Honestly, so many of these scenes are pointless. Yes, this movie should have been an hour long. Maybe 45 minutes. It could have been 45 minutes. And we probably should have cut out about half of the plot lines that happen in this film. Yep. And also half of the characters. Yep. But anyway, you were saying. Uh, the second clue is... You're near sorry. <clears throat> You're nearer the family jewels than before. A broken key unlocks the next door. The gorilla shows up. Yep. Chases him. 
and they run into the skeleton ghost. And then yep. they run into guns. Yep. Uh, Billy Bob shoots near the ape. The ape takes the gun and starts shooting back at Billy Bob. Yep. Everybody, and then the gang runs inside, and I guess the chase is over now. Shaggy and Scooby are sort of gone while Scrappy looks around to find them. He sees a shape cowering behind a curtain, opens the curtain, it's the skeleton ghost. <laughs> and then Scrappy eats the cape, and the skeleton ghost leaves. He hears piano noises, runs over there, and he's like, Ah, I bet the skeleton ghost jumped inside the piano to hide. Let's give him an earful. And starts jumping around on the piano keys until the piano opens up and Shaggy and Scooby jump out. Yep. Shaggy says, look what you did. You broke this piano key. Sh Scrappy's like, I didn't break it. It was like that when we got here. He presses the key. A secret wall rotates around and opens. Shaggy stands at the entrance to it and says, I hate to get stuck in there. And then the skeleton ghost hits the key again to close the door. And they get stuck in there. And it's dark, and they need some light. So a snarling ghost head materializes and lights up the darkness. And then it cuts to commercial. Yeah, for the record, there, there's a commercial break. And when it comes back from commercial, the skeleton, or not the skeleton ghost, the shrieking ghost head looks different because now it has the pilot cap on and it's obviously Shrieko. Mm-hmm. But then another Three Stooge routine happens, and they find the third clue. And also another diamond. Look for a relative who is quite old, whose face cannot look, and whose hands cannot hold. I liked this one. I liked this, this clue. Because I was like, hey, that's the grandfather clock! Because it seemed so obvious to me. And Scrappy figured it out as well. All right, Joey Pepperoni. Huh? Sorry, the way you said that, I wanted to give you a really silly name like Joey Pepperoni. <laughs> hey, it's the grandfather clock. <laughs> In order to get out, they have one of the ghosts go to the other side to play the key, hit the key to open the door. But instead of hitting the key, Shriko just plays piano and then hits the key eventually. Uh, the Boo Brothers split up from the gang because they need to go catch those ghosts like they were hired to do. Until Miko hides in a clock, then that gets handled. But after the Boo Brothers leave, the camera stays on the clock as Scooby's Grabby and Shaggy walk by and scrappy immediately solves it because they're next to a grandfather clock mm -hmm. now we have the fourth clue there is no pendulum in this clock so what does it lack besides a talk and this one shaggy immediately is like oh it's a tick or sorry scooby says it's a tick and i'm like okay yeah but what does that even mean and before scrappy can solve this problem too he gets kidnapped by some gloved hands yep Shaggy and Scooby hear some commotion. They go to investigate. They see Scrappy throwing stuff at Farquard, who stole the diamond and is running away. Mm-hmm. Shaggy's like, you know what? If it's that important to him, let him have it. Besides, <laughs> we're going after the full treasure anyways. <laughs> anyway, Scrappy, you're going to solve this riddle like you are going to solve every other riddle from here on out. Uh, so what was the solution again? Well, it's a tick, you know. A tick? Attic. You know those things that don't sound anything alike? Mm-hmm. Sorry, those things that sound vaguely alike at best? Attic! They get up to the attic, Scooby's on edge because of potential ghosts, but Shaggy's like, look, the Boo Brothers already cleared out the attic, it's fine. So they split up, 
And Scooby sees his own reflection in a mirror and freaks out. Yeah. I mean, granted, he's a dog, so I accepted it. Fair. Shaggy starts making fun of Scooby for being that afraid. Um, so Scooby takes a pair of white long johns <laughs> and pretends to be a ghost and scares Shaggy back. Yeah. Scrappy finds the clue right as the skeleton ghost shows up as a floating coat with skeleton hands. Shaggy doesn't believe it's anything important because he thinks it's just Scooby again. And then Scooby's on the other side of the attic, so it becomes a chase where the skeleton ghost takes the necklace and the, which was the treasure this time, and the clue. Scrappy jumps in onto and clings onto the coat and the entire time it runs across the attic until eventually the ghost just sort of disappears, leaving the coat behind. Mm-hmm. Scooby, I guess trying to make sure there's no ghost inside the coat, sits on it and then falls down a set of secret stairs. He fell a long way, for the record. Yeah. It's like a long staircase. I think it like goes all the way back to the ground floor from the attic, which is mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, at this point, they read the fifth clue. For the next clue, don't look any higher. Think what you are when you're not the buyer. And Shaggy continuously getting to like the 20 yard line and then stopping is like well if i'm not buying then i'm the one who's selling something they hear a banging so they go to investigate and they see farquhar i guess fixing the door with a hammer yeah he's hitting the door knob with a giant mallet i think he's trying to make it squeak whenever you open it so it's creepy <laughs> which okay nice they see him like after he's done fixing it, he uh, grabs a rag out from his jacket pocket and wipes his brow, but also drops the necklace that they had just found up in the attic that was stolen by the skeleton ghost. Mm-hmm. And so Shaggy's like, yeah, Farquhar's the ghost. Uh, so there's no real ghosts here at all anyways. And then the Boo Brothers come out of his shirt. They're very offended. Yeah. Shaggy's like, well, you guys wouldn't know a ghost if you were staring it right in the face. And at that point, the colonel ghost shows up right behind Shaggy. <sighs> and then they recreate that scene from the Dover Boys short, where they all keep <laughs> suggesting new places to hide, and they keep hiding in different places. No, hide in here, over here. It ends with Shaggy, Scoopy, and Scrappy all falling into the basement, and the Boo Brothers actually fighting the colonel ghost. Yeah? It's like air formation or whatever. Like, they're airplanes. And with that, the colonel ghost sort of runs off into a hidden wall door, like before. Which is interesting, considering the fact that earlier in their bedroom, it had just phased through the wall. It was a projector. It must have been. I don't think it's confirmed yet. Velma's not here to declare it. Yeah, it could be just a real ghost. Yeah, so the three main characters are in the basement, and Shaggy's like, well, it's time to go back up there. And Scrappy's like, why would we go back up there? We're already in the cellar. Get it? Cellar? When you're not yeah. the buyer, you're the seller. Get it? Yep, yep. So they look around. There's a lot of meat in the cellar. Uh, in one room of the cellar. Yeah, they're looking around. Scooby finds a cannon, like a Civil War era cannon. And they mess around with that before he ends up in a ham locker, just full of ham. 
Yeah. I'm so weirded out by this. It's like, granted, I don't personally know how long this kind of stuff can be stored in a hamlocker in a cellar, but it still feels weird. Theoretically, he died recently. Theoretically, he died recently. Theoretically. Within a month, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, so they head into the hamlocker. You see the cannon move towards the door. And as Scooby is just chowing down on this uncooked ham, he finds one that has a door on it that opens up and reveals the next clue. Yeah. Colonel Beauregard, known collector of novelty hams. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They, uh, They see this cannon, and they're like, oh great, someone's going to shoot us with a cannon. And then Shriko's head pops out and just goes bang. I hate everything to do with this. And then we see a mysterious hand light the fuse on the cannon and actually launch Shriko like a cannonball at the wall, which he should just phase through like a ghost, but instead actually knocks down. I My thought would be that there's an actual cannonball in there. That That's what I thought immediately after seeing that scene. I just... Ghosts... But he does does act like he was like surprised, not surprised, but well, yeah, surprised, but hurt. Quotation marks. Yeah, it's it's ghosts. Um, so they read the sixth clue, which is the next clue you seek is large and flat. It's the kind of stone you use as a hat. <laughs> and then they joke around about stone hats for a little bit. And then Scrappy figures out the clue. It's the headstones in the cemetery. So, realizing they have to go to the cemetery, Scooby pretends to be a ham. And Shaggy grabs him. Calls him a chicken. more Less of a ham, more of a chicken. <laughs> uh, Shaggy grabs him and carries him away. And I gotta say, I'm always impressed by that. I was like, I know it's a cartoon, but... Man, Great Danes are heavy. Shaggy's got a lot of strength. I think he hides it in the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, as they head towards the cemetery, we see that shadow once again. Shaggy and Scooby are making fun of Billy Bob because, as far as they can tell, he's not. they're not going to run into him this time. And then he's right behind them. And then he starts shooting. And then starts shooting the sheriff again. Gives the sheriff a flat tire, earns himself a second citation. <sighs> There's like a mini chase scene, Billy Bob's... Billy Bob ends up shooting a tree in half, causing it to fall down and crush the sheriff. Yep. Scrappy tricks Billy Bob into angering a bear, and then they get to the cemetery. Scooby almost plays peekaboo with the skeleton ghost, who keeps popping his head out of this small gravestone, but never actually sees it, and then no one else sees it, but he's still on edge. Shaggy and Scooby split up from Scrappy. And they are followed by a giant gravestone that says, In Memory of Smith. (laughs) Um, The tombstone falls over, revealing the skeleton ghost who chases Shaggy and Scooby. Shaggy and Scooby jump into a freshly dug open grave. And once the skeleton ghost starts to fill it back up, they jump back out. Yep. Uh, Scrappy finds the right grave, which has the colonel's head as a statue on top. And then the Colonel Ghost shows up and takes the clue out from underneath the stone hat. Scooby and Shaggy run for it. Scrappy 
grabs the uh, grabs the clue and runs for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they find they run over towards like a mausoleum, and there's the skeleton ghost there. There. Before they can run away, a trap door opens and they fall into a pit. Yep. And the skeleton ghost is like, "Hand me the clue, or else." It's crappy's like, or else what? And the skeleton ghost runs away. Um, they lift Scrappy up so he can go get help so they can get out of there while Shaggy tries to read the clue, but it's too dark. The gorilla shows up. It starts harassing Scro- Scooby in such a way as that he thinks he's getting pet by Shaggy, and for some reason every time he gets pet, he pets Shaggy. <laughs> Apparently some dogs will do this. Where the where the paw, but it's still really weird. He has a very weird look on his face every time he does it too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very uncomfortable, inducing look. Yeah. Um. It ends up. It ends with the ape pulling Shaggy and Scooby both out, and we watch the clue land on the ground after they get pulled out. <laughs> Keep that in mind. this happened uh we see scrappy talking to the sheriff he's like look you gotta come with me sheriff there's a ghost and there's another ghost and shaggy and scooby are in a hole and we gotta go get a rope and we gotta go get them and as he's saying all of this shaggy and scooby run by behind him with the ape chasing after (sighs) scrappy runs off with shaggy and scooby and the sheriff gets another call on his radio about not having found the ape yet and he's like oh i'm so close i can already smell him as the ape sits on top of his car and then the ape shows its face and he gets scared so badly he runs out of his clothes they head back inside and or they start heading back towards the place um and shaggy pulls out the clue yes which he has despite having lost in the last scene yep I thought when I saw it land in the in the mausoleum, I was like, oh, they're going to have to have a whole sequence of them retrieving the clue. But no, it's just there. Here's the trick. You don't have to animate a new sequence if you just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, animation error, that's all. As they head back to the mansion, there is, and I'm being serious about this, a minute-long ongoing joke with Billy Bob and Sally Mae uh, sneaking behind Shaggy and Shaggy being like, oh, there's no one behind me. Oh, it'd be so weird if someone was behind me. This drags for a minute. Uh, granted, I really like the music in this sequence, but I hate this moment. I thought it was kind of funny just listening to Casey Kasem try to vamp this whole time and eventually <laughs> he just runs out of things to say. <laughs> That is, it's it's just ridiculous. Uh, it finally ends with the uh, skeleton ghost being the last one, and Billy Bob freaking out and running away. They get back to the mansion. Yeah, they get inside and they break open this secret special clue. You're nearing the end of this obstacle course, so if you go buggy, you won't need a horse, which is arguably the worst clue we've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. For the record, there appears to be, while this clue is being read, three different eavesdroppers. Yes. There is. One is Farquhar. 
Yes, which we'll get to in a second because there's actually a joke that happens there. Mm-hmm. But also outside the window, we see the glowing eyes of the Colonel Ghost. Mm-hmm. And in the floor, a, a, another trap door opens up a little boy, uh, a little bit, and we see the glowing eyes of something. Hmm. Yeah, Frico notices, hears the door rattle a bit because Farquhar's on the other side. So Frico just sticks his head through the keyhole and just scares the pants out of Farquhar. And they just cut straight to the barn. Yep. I think they stopped caring at this point. Well, presuming that they actually cared at any point. Um, It's arguable. Yeah. So they open the barn doors and, oh my gosh, it's the Headless Horseman. Only no, it's not the Headless Horseman. It's an animatronic. Scrappy says, oh wait, no, look, it's one of those mechanical horses. He says, pointing at something that, aside from the lever on the side, looks exactly like a regular horse. And he says it in such a way that makes you think that mechanical horses that look like regular horses are a commonplace thing in the 87s. Yep. So they go in to search the stable thing, whatever it's called, barn. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Scooby is playing on the horse and accidentally turns it on and it starts running off uh sally may is also in in the in here in the barn in the loft Uh right yep shaggy goes to investigate the hayloft and is ambushed by sadie may and there's a lot of kissing noises and shaggy says get me away from this monster yeah (laughs) she's like i'm not a monster silly and he's like "Uh, maybe in your opinion (laughs) says shaggy uh they fall onto a buggy I guess. Yep, which rolls down the road and into slash past the sheriff's car, and then hits the well and launches Shaggy into the mud. Uh, Sally May landed on a tree branch. Offers Shaggy a kiss if he gets her down, and Shaggy's just like, you know what, I'm just gonna leave, and then runs away. (laughs) Yeah? Scooby, on the other hand, is on an out-of-control mechanical horse and chases the sheriff down into the pond. The entire time, the sheriff's telling him to just hit the button and turn it off. Which, after the sheriff leaves, Shaggy's like, wait a minute. Why did the sheriff know how to operate this mechanical horse? Mm-hmm. And Scrappy doesn't understand what that kind of insinuation would imply. Yeah, this was a really weird moment. It's like, Scrappy was given the idiot ball for this whole sequence. Well, it's because he's holding the I-can-solve-every-riddle ball. In exchange. Yeah. <laughs> True. The, the girl is there again. Yeah, Scrappy monologues for like a good minute, like that previous running joke about this ape and how it's probably scared and alone. Mm-hmm. And then the skeleton ghost shows up and is scared slash is scared. It scares and is scared by the ape. Um, so the ape runs off before Scrappy notices. And Scrappy finds the clue from the barn. It was inside the buggy. And it reads... To get to the bottom of things is the trick. Think how you're feeling when you are not sick. And they are standing directly next to the well, which is the answer. Yep. Like uh, the, the hay, hay buggy thing crashed into the well. So it just happens to be there. I forgot. We see... For, like, a split second for no reason, 
the colonel ghost on a penny farthing. <laughs> it yeah. just cuts to the ghost riding the penny farthing, like going down the road, and then it cuts back to them, and we don't see it again for several minutes. <laughs> Billy Bob shows up, but then Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy all jump in the well, but the rope snaps, so they're stuck down there. Uh, Shaggy leans against a wall, revealing another secret passage, and they find a secret Civil War supply cave, along with the next clue. Which, honestly, I gotta say, all of this is basically treasure in itself, because you could sell, like, all of this to a history museum. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised it wasn't. Well, it was previously owned by Civil War veteran Colonel Beauregard, and then... Owned afterwards by no one. Yeah. So, you know what's confusing to me? Do we ever actually see his uncle as a ghost? Because I think this colonel is literally just some colonel from the Civil War era. Yeah, all we ever see is the Colonel Beauregard. We don't see any other possible version of Shaggy's uncle. Right. We do see a potential ghost, but that is in the end. Um, the next clue they find in this cave is, At the end of this tunnel are many more pearls, but on the way, many more perils. Which isn't even a riddle anymore, it's just go down the tunnel. Play on words. So they do, or they try. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Sorry. Cut to the penny farthing again. Yes. Uh, the colonel ghost yes. is riding the penny farthing. This time, instead of just on a random road, is in the cemetery. Yes. Uh, Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy end up uh, opening up a, a hatch in the tunnel. And it turns out to be a gravestone. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy says, there are no ghosts here for two miles. He says after looking around in most directions. He does not look behind him at all. Does not look behind himself. Yep. And guess guess who's behind him? Well, I say, Mr. Beauregard. <laughs> uh, the colonel ghost chases them back down into the tunnel. And... They're, oh my god. The colonel ghost says... I'm gonna set off the booby traps and then pulls a lever, and that's not what booby traps are. A lever is not booby traps. I need everyone to know. While he's chasing them into uh this other cellar room, whatever it is, he's riding a steamroller. He does that at the end of the chase, but yeah, it's just a regular steamroller. Yeah, he's running on fit for until they get to the end of the uh the booby traps. Man, I do not remember that sequence at all. It's the booby trap sequence. It's like five seconds. Yeah, okay, that's what it is. He pulls the lever, and then we see spikes come out from come out of the walls, but they've already run past them. We see a bridge give way after they've already crossed it, and we see rocks fall, but after they've already passed where the rocks fall at. Right, that's right. And then they're at a, their backs against a dead end, and they see the steamroller just driving towards them. I am in so much pain. I hate this moment. Because it's like, why is there a steamroller? Where did it come from? 
Where does it get stored? We never see it again, either. Nope. At the very least, everything else was, like, kind of in the background a tiny bit. Like, the 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 cart. The hay cart. Yeah. But this is just... Instead of riding on the penny farthing, chasing after them into the... Wherever they end up. It's a steamroller. Yep. It should have just been a very big f- penny farthing. <laughs> Although... If you think about it, that's what a steamroller is. It's got one really big wheel at the front. That's a really good point. A steamwheeler is just a penny farthing. Um, yeah, they lean back and what do you know, it's another revolving wall. And now they're back in the house. There's a party going on. Yeah, they open the door and we see a ghost party. A party of ghosts. It's the entire Voo Brother family. All of their, which their names end in O. Such as... Their uncle Hayden Seiko, who's always trying to find himself. <laughs> uh, Shaggy immediately breaks up the party, takes the record off the phonograph, smashes it on the ground, forces all of the family to leave, and then calls the Boo Brothers nerds and kicks them out. <laughs> the Boo Brothers are like, well, see, the thing is, we can't go back where we came from because we're orphan ghosts. We don't have no mother. No fada, no place to call home. Even though, literally seconds ago, their entire family was partying. In their defense, they only ever said cousins and uncles. True. Very true. But also they were, um, they say they're doing all these, they're doing this ghost extermination business to save up money to buy their own house. A spooky little house in a spooky community. Just a small place to call home. They say this while uh, Shriko plays a, a violin, sadly. And the gang just sort of breaks into tears and Shaggy's like, all right, fine, you're back on the case, but either ship, shape up or ship out. Um, and they read the next clue, which they'd found at the end of uh, the tunnel that they ran out of after they did the revolving door. So... The clue wasn't actually at the end of the tunnel, it was back in the house. Mm-hmm. There's no mystery about this clue. Inside Bear Cave, the jewels are in plain view. Um, and Bear Cave is a cave that they went by before. It's where Shaggy, or not Shaggy, Scrappy, tricks Billy Bob into angering a bear with his gun. So they go there, and Billy Bob chases them, and there's ape shenanigans. Don't worry about that. The... <laughs> uh, after they've dealt with all of that, Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy all just start talking about food. And it's like, oh wait, do you hear that? It sounds like the bear. It's getting closer. And it's actually just Scooby's stomach because they kept talking about food. Mm-hmm. And so Scooby finds a bush and starts eating some wild berries as they teach you not to do in basically any anything, to be honest. Yeah. And then also one of the berries was the bear's nose. So now the bear's there and is angry. And chases after them. And this bear is drawn similar to the gorilla. Yes. They get into the cave. They see the next clue. They, uh, they grab it. And then Shaggy's truck from before... Shaggy's truck from before comes driving in and spins around and just sort of stares them down. And you sort of, like, hear the engine rev as it points at them. (laughs) And at this moment, the bear blocks the entrance. 
and it goes to a commercial break, and we come back, and Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy jump out of the way as the truck goes flying forward, causing the bear to leave. And then after it gets down the road, the car just stops. Yeah, they they get out there, and it turns out there's a remote controller on the the truck, and Scrappy says the person who was controlling it must have run out of range. And back in the cave as the skeleton goes holding the remote. Yep. So they get in the truck, and they drive off. And then the penny farthing shows up. (laughs) And is keeping speed with this truck, at least for a second before Shaggy starts to accelerate. But then when he goes to shift gears, it stops. And they get stuck on a rope bridge. Which, I gotta say, why is there a rope bridge... And how is it safe for any vehicle to drive on it? Well, the reason there's a rope bridge is because the Colonel Ghost has a sword. <laughs> to cut the rope? Yeah, that's the only yeah. reason. Yeah. And that happens, but the uh, truck looney tunes off to the other side as the bridge falls down. Mm-hmm. It just, like, scrunches it while it's in midair and flies forward. And they get inside... And the moment they get inside, the ape is there. The ape takes the clue and the jewels. And Scrappy gets it back by trading him the mechanical horse. Yeah. This ape is very excited for this horse. Which, considering it's a circus ape, makes sense. Yeah. And so, they read the 11th clue now that they got it back from the gorilla. Go to a place that covers the tide. To find the last clue, just peer inside. But peer is spelled P-I-E-R. Mm-hmm. So they go to a boathouse. Like, they look at the clue and they pick up the clue. It's, they're already there. Yeah, for the record, um, Shaggy tried to call the sheriff. Yes. To let him know that they had captured, or they have the gorilla. But we see the skeleton hand... Very clearly a suit skeleton hand. Uh, unplug the phone from the wall before Shaggy can tell the sheriff where to find the gorilla. Um, and then it cuts to the location that they head to and Shaggy reads the clue at that location. Yes. My bad. That is correct. <laughs> also, like, when he's calling the sheriff, he makes sure to point out that the sheriff sounds different. Mm-hmm. Which, considering the last time we saw the sheriff... He was in a pond and he had a cold. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, that makes sense. Shaggy's commenting on the fact that he has a cold. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Once they get into the boathouse, the skeleton ghost shows up and scares Scooby, who knocks the rest of them into a boat, which starts leaking. And then Shaggy finds the final clue and reads it aloud. No more riddles. Here ends the chase. The treasures... In the fireplace. Which they did run into at the beginning of the movie. They did. And there's another thing about this treasure in the fireplace that I need to point out once we get there, but boy howdy. (laughs) After Shaggy reads it aloud, the skeleton ghost says, thanks. In a very specific voice, uh, he says it like another character we've met. um, One Farquard. Um, and then drops a net, trapping the gang, and then turns on the boat and sets them out to its water. 
and as the boat sinks, it then comes out of the water, and the Boo Brothers save them and fly them home. <laughs> and we get to the house, the skeleton ghost is there. And there's just a lever on the fireplace. Yep. Just a big old honking lever. Yep. And the ghost says, there must be a lever lever here somewhere. <laughs> it's like right at eye level. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby and Scrappy run in to stop him. Uh, the skeleton ghost pulls the lever and it activate a slot activates a slot machine on the fireplace. Yeah. Uh, when the uh, the gang shows up, the skeleton ghost just pulls a gun. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds distinctly not like how he did in the last scene. Yep. Uh. They get lucky though. And all of the treasure falls on. You won. Genius! How'd you figure that out? But suddenly... Not- oh, the sparkle of this oily fat really brings out your eyes. And your lips. You gave it away. It's the skeleton ghost. Oh, oops. We actually get an unmasking in this movie. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll bleep it out. It'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it traps the skeleton ghost and sends the gun flying. And with that, they go to unmask the skeleton ghost. And it's... Three, two, one. The, the sheriff. sheriff. Yeah, it's the sheriff. And as they say the sheriff, we hear another voice say, Did someone call? <laughs> and it's the sheriff. But this one has a mustache. <laughs> uh. It turns out they have a twin brother. And the one without the mustache is a vandal. Right, yes. Scoob, Scooby, or sorry, when they handcuff the evil sheriff, he is still dressed as a skeleton. Yeah. So when Scooby goes to the closet, he finds the Colonel Ghost costume and puts that on and uses it to scare everyone by riding a penny farthing. Yeah. And with that, they say, Shaggy says, oh, it looks like we don't have any more ghosts. And then a random ghost voice says, or do you? And then it goes to commercial. And when they come back, they're eating dinner. Yeah! No mention. God. So, uh, Farquaad brings out dessert. It's this huge tray. He opens the tray. And it's the Boo Brothers who just ate the dessert. Yeah, they really take the cake and ate it too. <laughs> Shaggy leaves the, uh, the house to the Boo Brothers. Do you think Farquaad still works there? I don't know. He must. He Maybe... I don't know. There's so many things in this movie that we never get that never get addressed. Yep. So Shaggy leaves the Boo Brothers the house and they go away and they go away in the truck and they run into the Colonel Ghost who's just standing there. And Shaggy's like, haha, it's very funny, Scoob. And Scoob's like, no, it's not me. And then they drive off scared. And that's it. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the movie. Also, uh, just so we cover all the loose hens that we can. When the the Boo Brothers get the house, they say, but what are you going to do with all your treasure? They're like, no, we're donating it to the Beauregard Trust Fund for Orphans. Oh, that's nice. And that's that's it. That's the whole movie. Yep. So we don't get any explanation on what the heck Farquaad was doing. Nope. How, 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 how did he get the jewels from earlier? Yeah. After the skeleton ghost was the one to grab them. 
like straight up up until the final scene with the uh, slot machine fireplace i thought farquard was going to be the skeleton ghost and bub bubsy the bobcat was going to be the colonel ghost mm-hmm. because especially during the boathouse scene the skeleton ghost sounds like farquard yeah yeah i hate this movie it's not good it's not fun to watch it was i can't believe they went through four scooby-doo movies before they made a good one <laughs> yeah that's not true they did they did two scooby-doo movies before they made a good one <laughs> there were so many plot points not plot points there are so many elements to this movie that were unnecessary mm-hmm. or could have been like snipped without losing anything which granted is what unnecessary means but it's like why did this movie exist? Why does it exist at an hour and 30 minutes? God, I wish I knew. What was the point of the introduction sequence? Where is, uh, oh, what was the line? Let me see. Let me uh, get my notes. Spooky, scary, legendary, the Boo Brothers. The Boo Brothers. Why? 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 I hate this movie yeah. so much. Um,. Here's how I would fix it. I would shorten it down to about an hour or less, and I would remove half of the plot elements. Yeah. If Farquhar's not going to be one of the people who did it, remove him from the movie. Mm-hmm. It could have been just Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy all alone in the spooky house with only ghosts there. Yeah. That would have been fine. The Boo Brothers are fine having around too. Um, at that point. The hillbilly stero- stereotypes did not need to be there. No, you can get rid of them. You really only need... Seven characters for this film. So the Boo Brothers, the Sheriff. And then Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrabby. Scrabby with two Bs instead of two Ps. If we're going to rank this, my argument would be it's worse than Scooby-Doo Ghost Ghost Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Because it is an hour and a half long where Scooby-Doo Ghost Hollywood was 45 minutes. Fair. That's my main argument. I will agree with you on the account because that is true facts about this film. And I think as a quality marker, it is worse than Scooby Goes Hollywood, even if I don't think Scooby Goes Hollywood is a Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. It's like, Scooby-Doo Goes Hollywood is a terrible Scooby-Doo film because it's not a Scooby-Doo film. It could have been any other character, like we discussed in that uh, analysis. It should have been any other character. (laughs) Exactly. But at least it had some semblance of sense to it. Some semblance. Yes, it had rules and it followed them for the most part, except for half the time. Yes. This movie had no rules, arbitrarily threw in a spooky a spooky moment, and then never addressed it again. Like, uh, Shaggy's dancing pants? Yes. I need to know the history of these pants. Um, I think this is the worst movie yet so far. Okay. Well, I know that there's going to be at least one more within the year that might be worse. God. Oh, boy. <sighs> Next month, I'll go ahead and say that now. Next month, we have another guest episode. Mm-hmm. And we will be watching Scooby-Doo in Zombie Island. Woo! The first of the direct-to-DVD films. Mm. And it's sort of like the marker. Of the modern Scooby-Doo movie era. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, that was when it started having higher quality animation. Yes. Yeah. 
And even then, it did drop down afterwards, but... Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think it was one of the ones animated by that uh, Japanese animation team. Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned that at some point to me. Yeah, I mentioned it on last month's episode. Um, so, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find me on Twitter at LavaBees. L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. You can find the show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog, and you can email us if you have any questions or comments that don't fit on Twitter, which because you can send those on Twitter as well, um, at andtheirdumbdog at gmail.com. We have a website. Again, there's nothing on it really right now other than the episodes themselves, but I guess if you're having a hard time finding them on your podcatcher, that would be a place to find them. I plan on eventually having something there, but I need to stop promising that every month. <laughs> Um, that website is kidsandtheirdog.wordpress.com. Leave us a review on your iTunes and whatever you use. And let us know that you left it, because it's nice. We'd love to read it. Yes. So until next month, they would have gotten away with it too. Mm, puppy power! Puppy power!